The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that is U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to KUTT.com. That's Cut.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. That is promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for parlays, player pops, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter our Super Bowl 58 props contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl props for a chance to win $1,000. I have to get my prop sheet in. Enter today for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No, me, no, the voice of the guys. Me, really, bro, villain, bro, Terrell Farmer Jr. here at your service. <laughs> oh, man, Scott. Scott, 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 Scott. It feels like it's been a lot going on in the association. It feels like the association is moving too fast for me. And it feels like it's a whole bunch of news here, there. Uh, injuries. Trade deadline is tomorrow. I mean, I I, I have no idea. I, it feels like everything is moving really, really quickly. All-Star is next week. I, I huh. Scott Studio, Rochelle, everybody. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Yeah, doing pretty well. Looking forward to the games today. Bit of a smaller car than I thought it was going to be. Uh, as for yesterday's game, some of them were competitive and interesting. Timberwolves blew another game against the uh, Bulls. I still think they're frauds, so we'll see. Hey, man. Shout out to the Bulls for plus 170. Plus 170 on the Bulls. It just felt like a weird spot that the Bulls were going to win. Like, it was such a weird spot that the Bulls were going to win. I want to give a shout out to the Bulls for starting Vucevic and Drummond in the same game just to deal with Cat. (laughs) And and it worked. And it worked. worked, Which I thought was pretty amusing, but once again, I've called the Bulls. Yeah, I've called them frauds for about a month. Nothing's really changed. They're terrible offensively late in games. Uh, Miami's starting to play better. It's about time, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, my Nets need to not be on national TV anymore uh, for the immediate future. <laughs> it's just a waste of space. A uh, good win for the Pacers. I still don't really understand the Halliburton minutes. I get that he's trying to reach that criteria to make an All-NBA team. but Was it yeah, I, guess that's, I think it was around there. I don't know if he was higher or lower. Oh, he was uh, at prop- 29 this time. Okay, it's higher. He was at 29. Yeah, I'm saying he's he's actually ramping it up now, but the last week or so has been a bit weird for his minutes. Good win by Utah, uh, beating Oklahoma City. So, classic Utah spot yeah. at home, and they got the job done as dogs. And you had Phoenix beating Milwaukee. I believe Milwaukee now is 1-4, and four, I think, with Doc as head coach. They're either 1-3 mm. or 1-4. and four. I don't remember one exactly. 1-4, and everything. One of their losses, they have "quote unquote" blown a lead. I don't really count yeah. seven points as a big lead, but they in three of the have, four they were up by twelve plus, I think. But yeah, it's, either way, yeah. 
So you can go whichever direction you want to uh, with those headlines that kind of breeze through. But yeah, Doc Rivers so far in Milwaukee, not working because the roster has issues and they blamed it on the coach. I'm not a big fan of Griffin either, but Doc Rivers, my thoughts on him are well documented by me and everybody on NBA Twitter. So I feel like that's definitely going to backfire. But you have anything else you want to add? The Knicks kind of coasted. They didn't cover, but they won the game easily. I don't really have anything else to add. I feel like we kind of covered, or at least I tried to cover everything from yesterday briefly. Do you want to dive into anything more deeply, or is that just good enough? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I let's talk about Utah, because Utah has done it again. And because, one, putting me up Shea against Utah, like that's really just cruel punishment, making me have to choose between the two. It really is. But... To highlight Utah for getting another win and cover as a home dog this season, Jake Paquin has made the Utah, well, the Jazz are inevitable t-shirts available in the merch store. They are available in the merch store. We have new merch. Jazz are inevitable on the front of the t-shirt, back of the t-shirt says NBA Gambling Podcast. I mean... I have to get one immediately. I have to put my order in immediately and lock it in. And I, I don't know how I faded this Jazz team. I really don't. It was Shea. That was that was the shiny new toy. And this Thunder team being so good. And it pulled me. I saw the line movement. I was there on OKC. But it's Utah. It's always Utah. You, we can't fade Utah as a dog at home. Like you cannot. When is the yeah. last time they? When is the last time they've gotten embarrassed in that spot? Like embarrassed. I don't know. When no you say embarrassed, the spread wasn't exactly that large. So they I think it was like three and a half for that game. So it was already relatively short. Yeah, but when's the last time we when is the last time they've really failed us? Like as a home dog, like legit straight up just was it the 76ers, maybe? Like they were favored. No, they were favored in that game. So it's like, no, I don't I, I don't know how I feel. I did I'm really kicking myself about that. I was happy when the Bulls game finally went final, but I'm really kicking myself about Utah. I should have been on them. All right, where are we at? Let's go ahead and get into the slate. We only got seven games on the slate today. Mm, let's kick things off. Seven o'clock on the East Coast, Toronto Raptors, minus seven and a half on the road, going to play the Charlotte Hornets. 225 and a half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And we've got for the Toronto Raptors. Oh, that's the wrong injury report. That's yesterday's. Let's get today's up here. Uh, if that'll refresh. All right, there we go. For the Toronto Raptors, we have RJ Barrett not on the injury report. He's expected to get back in the starting lineup today. Gary Trent Jr. is probable, and Jonte Porter is questionable with that back injury. For the Charlotte Hornets, we got Gordon Hayward. Scott, it is a Gordon Hayward sighting today. Gordon Hayward questionable. With the calf injury, Cody Martin is questionable. Frank, uh, oh my gosh, Frank, I always forget how to say your name. I don't care. I really don't like Frank. Frank is questionable. Lamelo's out. Kalari, I, I don't even think Kalari is in the state of North Carolina. Mark Williams is injured. So we have a Gordon Hayward sighting today in Charlotte. Most is likely, the reinforcements. Like, yeah, you said questionable, but. That's a massive step up. Massive upgrade. Was, massive yeah. upgrade from where he was at. I, I'm out. I'm out. I don't know how you can bet this Charlotte team. I have no idea how you can bet Charlotte. 
Uh, the way that I'm going to consider it is not wanting to lay seven and a half with Toronto. So I think I actually am an only to Charlotte. This team sucks. I said yeah. that they were the worst team in the league about, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, and they've looked like it every step of the way. They did hang in there against the Lakers. The, Lictor, uh, the Lakers, at the end of the day, are not a great team laying a big spread. They tend to get up for good competition, and they'll mm. underachieve against bad competition. And 88 a triple-double in three quarters, and the Hornets still managed to cover. I think I am an only to Charlotte. Maybe it's because Hayward's coming back and it gives them a little bit more stability at the forward position, but Brennan Miller's been good. Bridges has been good. And I think that Toronto is a bad basketball team. So I'm going to lean to the points, actually, at home. I think seven and a half is just too many. Toronto is objectively a bad road team. I still don't think that the quickly and uh, Barrett acquisitions have really done anything positive for this team up to this point. Of course, they're kind of rebuilding, and that was the point. But seven and a half with Toronto on the road, it's a lot. Especially with Hayward being uh, back. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. I agree. It's a lot. But Charlotte is really, really bad at basketball. Like they very, really very are very bad at basketball. That is and they're not like they're not trying. Like they're actually not trying. But that's a really, really large. That's really. Uh, I don't. I'm like getting. This game. I'm getting a home like team game. plus seven and a half against a really terrible road team. That's good enough for me. I, I'm not going to bet the game. But I feel a lot better getting points in a toilet bowl than laying points in a toilet toilet bowl when it's basically three. Ah, uh, you're right. Seven so, and a half in a toilet bowl. I can't. It's definitely a toilet. You're, bowl. you're right. You're right. You're right. We can't. We can't. Ah, uh, Charlotte's so bad though. All right, Charlotte plus seven and a half. Two twenty-five and a half is total. This is going down, and I have no idea why. I'm assuming the I'm argument is both up. these teams might just have issues scoring, but I like the over in the game. I mean, the Hornets did score 118 against the Lakers. They are not good defensively, but the Raptors have given up 135-plus points in three straight games. Yes, there was a double overtime game against OKC, which helped that out, uh, but the point is I do think both teams defensively have their own issues. Uh, the first meet in the season landed 235. Second meeting landed 213, so it kind of met somewhere in the middle. But I am an only to the over. I just don't trust either defense to get stops in this game. And Toronto wants to push, especially with quickly a point guard being healthy again. So I will go with the over if I had to pick a uh, total. Oh, man. I know Charlotte is bad, but is Charlotte 108 and a half against Toronto's defense? Yeah. I know Charlotte's bad offensively. They're not I mean, that I know they're bad. They're, they're not, not that bad. bad. They're not that bad. Charlotte same total over 108 and a half. Minus one twenty. I'm with you. I, I have no idea why this line is going down. It just I, I don't know where the money on the under is coming at. Or what, what they're saying here. Somebody tell me. If you have a play on the under, please let me know. Maybe I need some to reconsider something, but that's that's weird. All right, player props. I like RJ. I think RJ has the game today. I think I like Brandon Miller in this game. Uh, just Ooh, because Brandon fact, a good play. But I think that there's a couple reasons for it. One is the fact that he's actually looked really good the last couple mm -hmm. of games. And the second thing, he seems to actually care. He's one of the only players on the entire roster that actually gives a damn when they're losing. So I like the fact that he's willing to 
just put it all on the line, even when his team's down 20. So I do like his overall engagement in the game. Bridges had a big game last time out against the Lakers. I don't know how much of that was an audition, but the point mm-hmm. is Bridges can have a decent game too. Hayward's not a big volume guy for shots, so I'm not really concerned about uh, him taking away shots from Miller and from Bridges because Same nobody else on the team there. yeah, really shoots. You can argue maybe Hayward assists, but I'm not sure about his minutes. I am wondering if I want to go for a Richards rebounds against Pirtle. Maybe you want to go Pirtle rebounds. Both teams are not very good at rebounding. Yeah. So that might be an angle, but I do think that Miller and Ashworth Bridges have decent games. Quickly assists is maybe tempting in this spot, but once again, if I'm leaning over, I'm going to lean mostly to overs for props. Yeah. Yeah, I like RJ today. RJ over 20 and a half points. You look at the Hornets right now, last five games, they're 27th in points per game, uh, points in the paint, scoring uh, given up to their opponent, whereas RJ is actually 13th in the NBA in points in the paint scoring. He's scoring about 14 uh, points per game just inside the paint. He's been over this number in three straight games against the Hornets, and well, three straight games in general, and then five of his last seven. And he hasn't been over it, and he hasn't been over this line in the last two against the Hornets. But he's got six straight meetings of 20 plus points against the Hornets before that. Like he actually feels good playing this team and. Now he's got more opportunity in Toronto. I think all of those were Nick stats. This is now Toronto RJ that has way, way more opportunity in offense. So, yeah, I think RJ is actually going to have a really good day today. So I got RJ over 20 and a half points. Uh, I like Jacoperto over 10 and a half points as well. He's been over this in two to three games since coming coming back with 14 and 19. And I just I don't think there's any resistance on the inside. So if they're going to keep feeding him, then we should back it over 10 and a half points for Jacoperto as well. All right. Anything else you got for this one? A part of me is kind of tempted by a Scotty Barnes under. I'm not sure which one I want to take. <laughs> I, went, I want to so bad because why? I mean, I get it. I get it. I think Jared, I think Afro Man deserved it, man. I think he deserved I, it. I wouldn't have voted for Barnes to be an all-star. Uh, I know that his overall numbers this season are fine. 20 plus points per game, eight rebounds per game, roughly six assists per game. I think there should be some recency bias, especially if you're going to be a last second replacement. He has not objectively been that good uh, for the last month and change, and he got named to an all-star spot. I mean, in January, he was averaging 18.3 points per game on 46.2% shooting, 27.3% from three, and he averaged three-plus turnovers a game. Like, I don't think Barnes has been that great recently, so I probably wouldn't have voted for him to be an all-star. I think it's insane that Barnes is an all-star and Sabonis isn't. I know that there's a difference between the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. That's crazy that Barnes is an all-star and Sabonis isn't. Like, that's absurd. But the point is, I do think looking at this actual spot for Barnes, maybe it's just based on his recent performances and the fact that he really hasn't done a great job rebounding the ball. I know Charlotte's not a great rebounding team, but Barnes at seven and a half rebounds, and he's gone under this number in six straight games. He's gone under this number in nine of the last ten. So I'm going to lean to Barnes right. under seven and a half rebounds. I'm completely on the wave of fading Scotty Barnes. I will say that right now. <laughs> wow, I did not know that you were going to turn around and cook Scotty Barnes like I, I just had to mention it because I'm looking through props and I mentioned some overs, but it is correlated, though. I mean, if you're taking, if you like RJ over, 
and I'm mentioning RJ and I'm mentioning uh, quickly props. We didn't mention Barnes, so clearly we think he's going to have a down game if Barrett's going to step up. But... Hey, man, Scott, you know what happened last time you faded a Barnes on this show. Uh... That is true. That is true. <laughs> this as far as I know, they're not related. So they're not related, so it's a completely, you know, separate, uh, you know, test here. But, oh, yeah, JR, I get it. You're saying that uh, Barnes deserved it. Maybe I'm just a little bit anti-going back to East-West for the All-Star game. I don't know what was wrong with the Team LeBron, Team Giannis, whatever. Like, I don't really know what the issue was. Can we just get the best players? Like, I don't care what team they... I don't care what league they're in. Like, Sabonis should be in over Barnes 10 times out of 10. Like, I, I think that the league deciding that is absolutely insane to me. Get the best the players. Who cares? I think you'd agree with that, though. Like, the, divide it up by league for the reserves? Like, come on now. Come on. Like, if if, if you're good enough to be in your top 24 top 30 player it doesn't matter what league you're in you should be in the all-star game so that, that's my De'Ara last Fox point De'Ara Fox and Sabonis being at the crib is kind of crazy not even gonna hold you that is kind of yeah. crazy all right uh looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58 DraftKings has you covered new customers can bet the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets make sure you tap in with DraftKings Sportsbook of DraftKings Go out there getting the construction zone, building the same game parlay for NBA action. Get a same pay, same game parlay going for the Super Bowl as well. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can get bet five bucks to get two hundred and instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available with for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 108 and 68 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. And we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is exactly where you need to go for those spicy, spicy plays. I'm talking about those spicy 100x contest plays in underdog nfl nba nhl college basketball college football everything all available just pick your favorite fantasy players higher or lower on their stats and then you can win cash with underdog fantasy when you sign up with promo code sgpn underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars that's underdog fantasy promo code sgp no no use our promo code nba sgpn that is our promo code that is for everybody to know you came from us. We sent you. And shout out. Shout out. What's his name? What is Tyler. that guy's name? Tyler. Shout out to Tyler M. Because Tyler M, I would not hurt harm you by <laughs> trying to pronounce your name. Because I'm going to mess it up. I'm completely going to mess you up. But shout out to Tyler M who DM'd us. He gave us our first underdog signups. So shout out to him. Use that promo code NBA SGPN. NBA SGPN. Shout out to Tyler. We got two signups on Underdog now, Scott. 
we're rolling. We're rolling. We're about to we're about to get get going. Guess what? This episode is gonna double. We're gonna have four. And then next is gonna be eight, and then it's gonna keep going like that. All right. What's the next game? Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, you can pick. <laughs> I just handle the banners. I don't know what you want from me. I'll let you pick the order. I was just talking, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that at you. The Cleveland Cavaliers are on the road going to play the Washington Wizards. Wizards catching 11 and a half at home. Open up at seven and a half, all the way up to 11 and a half. 234 is the total injury report here for these two teams. And we got uh, no Ty Jerome or Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Tristan Thompson being suspended is really still funny to me. And uh, the Washington Wizards, Kyle Kuzma's not on injury report. He should be back in the starting lineup. Then no Marvin Bagley and no Isaiah Livers. All right. I don't I know. Mean, Washington's been sliding recently. They were actually really good at covering for a little bit, and then the past three games have been horrible. Well, I am going to ask, though, are you tossing the last game out because Kuzma didn't play? Um, Phoenix would have beaten them anyway, but I just have to. Yeah, I, I just ha- I'm, yeah, I guess. Maybe they would have scored more. They might have scored more. I want to give but, a shout-out to Mobley, though, who uh, cashed my PRA lock from the last episode. Shout-out to him. Uh, but... Yeah, I was going to take Cleveland, but I don't know if I can. Ty Jerome's out. No, I'm going to take Cleveland on minus the 11 and a half. Uh, this team's been rolling. Uh, they've won six straight. If you want to even go back before that, they had a winning streak before they lost one game in between. They've been one of the hottest teams in the league. Uh, they've basically been neck and neck with the Knicks and the Clippers for the hottest team in the league. And the Wizards have been really bad at home. I believe they're 3-21 and at home. They're 7-17 and ATS. So they're one of the worst home teams in the entire league. Cleveland's won each of the first two meetings this season by at least 24 points. I get that it's a decent-sized spread. I understand that you might be scared of laying this many points on the road. I'm really not. I, I just think Cleveland's a freight train right now. I can't really go against them. With Bagley being out as well, and with Gafford constantly in foul trouble, what are they going to do? Do they have any center options? Like I, I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're going to do in this game. So... I just think Cleveland's going to kill them on the boards. I think Mitchell's the best player on the court by a wide margin. Uh, so far, it's been really good since Garland and Mobley came back. So, yeah, Lou, uh, Lewis, you're mentioning uh, Brooklyn tomorrow. That's not a look at spot. Brooklyn sucks. <laughs> so, so I, I <laughs> that's think Cleveland. What, will just, that's what it is for me, though. It is. The I, I think they're just going to come out here and bury him. So. I'm going to lean Cleveland in the spot. It might not be 24 like the first two meetings, but. I think they win this game by probably 15. The only way Cleveland doesn't cover is if they get bored halfway through and yes, just let yes. them get through the back door. But Cleveland's yes. been pretty good at closing games. Like I think Cleveland's the better team by a wide margin. I'll lean to Cleveland in the spot. They are, but I'm I'm not interested in the side at all. I I'm really concerned about about the back to back and them just being so uninterested in the third quarter that they just kind of let them backdoor this, but. Maybe they hold on to the lead. I guess I'll go Cleveland minus 11 and a half. I really don't feel any type of way about the side. The only person looking at Brooklyn as a look-ahead game is Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. Maybe. <laughs> Not really. But probably LeVert, mostly. I think Allen's moved on. But still, you got my point. Uh, I don't think it really matters. Maybe if they had a good team, like the Celtics on deck or something like that, Milwaukee, then maybe you can consider a look-ahead spot. When you have two really bad teams back-to-back, I'm not sure if you're looking ahead to a trip to Brooklyn. I'm just going to come out here and bury this team, in my opinion. All right. 
Total is at 234. The total dropped, actually, from where it opened. Yeah, it did. I'm, I'm on the under. I, th- I think that I think these two teams actually match up kind of well. And just looking at what the Wizards actually do well defensively, they've defended and they're eighth in opponents' three-point percentage over the last five games. And it's not like they're eighth over the scrubs of the league. They played the Clippers, who are first in three-point percentage. They played the Suns, who are second. They played the, Pist- the Pistons, who are somehow sixth in three-point percentage. Like, they defended those teams really, really well. And then what do the Cavs do well offensively? They're third in three-point percentage in the league and sixth in attempts. They continue to jack up three-point attempts. So uh, if the Wizards defend that well, then that's going to bring the Cavs total down a little bit. And then I think of what the Cavs do defensively and – uh, they're just being top five defense overall and defending the painted area second best in the league. I, I don't think things are going to come easy for the Wizards offensively either. So I just think this is going to be kind of a lower scoring, ugly game. The Wizards two and eight to the over in our last 10 games, the Cavs four and six. I I really, really kind of like this under and it feels weird and nasty, but the, the facts supported these two teams play to under. Yeah, I'm an only under in this game as well. Uh, Cleveland in the last 10 games is number one in defensive rating. Do you know where the Wizards are in the last 10 games in defensive rating? Mm-hmm. No, do you want to guess? Oh, where, where they're at? Yeah, last 10? 10 games, where are the Wizards defensively? 10? They're 14, which is not wow. that bad for the Wizards. Like, that's an above average defense. You're not in the 20s. In the last... Yeah, you're, you not think you're Washington. Oh, they're probably somewhere in, like, the mid-20s. Now they're actually 14th. Defensively, they have not been that bad. So I'm going to agree with you. I like the under. I think Cleveland's going to win the game, but part of that's because I think Cleveland can defend the Wizards well. So I am only into the under in the spot. This this total feels a bit high. All right. Let's see before we get to the next game on the slate. Got to talk to you about our Super Bowl 58 props contest. $1,000. Winner take all. Free to enter. Pick 58 Super Bowl props for the big game Sunday. You can enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or use the link in the SGPN app. Man, I'm telling you, I'd be every year I think I – I can be the one. I can be the one to do it. It's always somebody, and it's always a listener. Like I feel like it's always a listener. I don't think anybody from the network has actually took in this prize. I've never won any of them. So yeah, I feel like it's always a listener that wins. A listener, hey man, listeners are great. I take it back. I won one bingo. I won one NBA Christmas bingo. <gasps> oh, I did win a bingo. I did win a bingo. Okay, I got a bingo too. But that's not even like I didn't have to do, to put any work in on that. I just hope my yeah. card cash. Mm-hmm. All right, cut peer peer social betting platform that's US based and available in 40 states. Peer peer social betting is a new and better way to bet against your friends in sports, politics, pop culture, all of this other stuff with verifiable outcome. They have a whole bunch of Super Bowl props up there that you can get it get into. You can have props, uh, politics, you can go out there, debate all of that. You can talk about the Grammys, all of that's up there on cut and guess what they handle the payment side of things so you don't have to chase people down cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet again like i said it's perfect for getting in action on those fun super bowl prop bets make sure you head over to kutt.com that's kutt.com cut.com promo code sgpn for a 10 percent deposit bonus and we're also brought to you by game time Super easy to get tickets. 
no stress, no problem. Last minute, on the way to the arena, perfectly fine. Just log into game time and click, click, click. Tickets are at your phone instantly before you even walk in the building. I've gotten my tickets literally outside the arena and then walked in seamlessly. Super easy with game time. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Make sure you download the game time app, create an account, and use CFBX. That is the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Golden State Warriors. We just saw this game. Golden State Warriors on the road. Going to play the Philadelphia 76ers. Golden State's laying four and a half this time around. 235 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have Andrew Wiggins is probable. Draymond Green is questionable. Gary Payton, the second, is out. That's actually, it looks like he's coming back soon because that's an upgrade. And Chris Boston on IR. And then we have Kenneth Lofton Jr. not on the injury report. Are we going to get a Kenneth Lofton Jr. sighting today? Tyrese Maxey's questionable. Nicholas Platoon is out. No Joel Embiid, no D'Anthony Melton, no Robert Covington. Scott, minus four and a half for Golden State. I feel like I know where I'm at pretty easily in this game, but I could be swayed back over to the other side. But I want to hear where you're at. I tried to make a case for Philly in their last game against Dallas. It looked good for a half, and then it went downhill from there. I think I'm leaning Golden State. Like I, I don't feel great about this game because I'm aware that Golden State isn't a team that I'm typically a fan of this year, mm-hmm. especially because I just don't think they're a very good basketball team. Recently, they've been okay. They've won three of four. Only loss was an overtime. Uh, Philly's been a mess. I mean, they gave up 136 to Brooklyn. They only scored 102 against Dallas. I'm not sure how you pull that off, but I have too many questions about Philly. I, I just feel like this team without Embiid is kind of a lost cause. I'm going to lean to the Warriors here. I'm hoping that Clay continues to pout on the bench because that means he's not on the court. And I'm going to lean to the Warriors uh, minus the four and a half or five and a half. Uh, But I think Golden State is simply put in better form. I think that athletically, they can cause problems for the Sixers with the emergence of Kaminga. He might have been on to something, his uh, call out of Kerr, because it seems like he should have been playing more this entire time. But the team's been playing better. That's good enough for me. Philly is still trying to reinvent themselves because they're without their best player for the next mm-hmm. two months, probably. So Philly's adjusting on the fly. It is not going well. I'm going to lead to Golden State. Hmm. You said you knew where you were going. So that means you either I, wanted to not take Golden State or you thought about it because Philly's been a mess. So I one of the two. I wanted to not I wanted to take Golden State, but I couldn't get there. And so I was pretty confidently going against Golden State going in here. And I was like, maybe Scott will be on Golden State and give me reason to back Golden State because I don't have a reason to back Golden State, but I want to because Philly's been horrible. But I don't feel like I have a reason to back Golden State here because I really, really feel like that Joel Embiid sabotaged that game in Golden State, and they probably would have won if he didn't play. He really did. I don't, like, I did he, make, they probably would have won. money in that game. I live bet Embiid in the first quarter under his 36 <laughs> and a half points, which was absolutely free. But he you're not wrong. sabotaged that game. So I, I truly, like how Golden State looked when they played them that game, because it was bad. This was not a good win by Golden State by any means. I truly believe that if Joel Embiid did not play, they would have lost that game. 
And so now it's like, too. now I have that chance. Yeah, game was weird too because Draymond had a foul in the opening tip-off and he had two fouls in a minute and a half. So they were kind of playing a lot without Draymond on the court. And I think that with Embiid being out, Draymond will have a bigger impact in this game. But yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Golden State was not impressive yeah. in that game at all. But still, I'm going to lean that way. I'm daring Philly to do something. I tried to back them last game. They betrayed me. So I'll see what happens. But I'll lean Golden State. I'm, I'm gonna give them this shot. I'm gonna get. I'm taking Philly plus four and a half. I gave. I don't want to take too much money. Like so I really, really like I. It, it, I was really watching that game because I was on Philly, and I'm like, man, if Joel Embiid was just not playing, I would feel yep. so good about Philly right now. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't forget that right now, and they're at home now. I, I can't forget that. I'm taking Philly. All right, but the total is also interesting to me. We have the total now sitting at two. Whoa, it's actually going going down. Two thirty five and a half. I like the under in this game. You can argue either way because Philly gave up one hundred and thirty six points to the Nets, but the Nets just had a game where they didn't miss. I'm not a fan of either team offensively. Uh, the Warriors gave up ninety eight to Brooklyn, scored a one hundred nine in the process. They've allowed less than one hundred and eight in three of their last four, though, with the one exception being Atlanta. Gave up one hundred one against Memphis, one hundred seven against Philly. I know Embiid sabotaged the game, but still gave up one hundred seven in that one. Philly only scored one hundred two against Dallas. Dallas sucks defensively. They I scored one hundred two in that game. I'm going to lean under. This total feels too high to me. It's kind of like how I evaluated the Golden State game against the Nets. I just thought that. The Sixers or the Nets in this, or in the last case, were just not good enough offensively to assist enough to send it over. I feel the same way. I think this game's going to land somewhere in the two twenties. I'm going to go with the under. So here's my issue because I think Philly they have to play better offensively. Like there's no playing worse than what you did against Dallas. Like no chance of playing worse than what you did against Dallas. And so now I'm looking at it and I'm thinking. I like the over just because neither one of these teams really have been guarding anything in the last five games. Like, they Warriors 21st in opponents' points per game. 76ers 28th in opponents' points per game. Well, the Warriors had one outlier. They, they had the overtime game against Atlanta. Once again, they've allowed uh, less okay. than 108 and three of the last four. Like, they have been better defensively recently. So then their numbers are skewed by one overtime game. That's kind of what I'm saying. Okay. I guess. I don't... Uh, for sure, for sure, I think Golden State. I might have to be on Golden State this game. I really don't like this game. It's crazy because this is the smallest, the smallest spread of the day. A lot of large spreads on the board today. I'm still rolling with the 76ers, but because I just really, really was disappointed the last two time, the last time these two teams played, Golden State really should have buried them, like absolutely destroyed mm-hmm. them. All right, play props. Anything? Yeah, Clay Unders. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to overthink this. He's at 16 and a half, and he sucks. Um, hey, man. Hey, man. Did you I can't see even jinx Clay Thompson into being good. I've been pain? jinxing Clay Thompson. I've been trying to jinx Clay Thompson for two and a half years. He's still terrible. Did you see the pain in his eyes when he was talking yeah. to the media? And Gold, like, even before that, Golden State's going on a run. Kaminga has like an and one in the final two minutes. The entire Golden State bench gets up. And Clay is just sitting there on the bench with a towel over his head in absolute devastation because he's not on the court. And then after the game, he's pouting. Draymond says, I didn't start in a finals game. It's not a big deal. And that's I don't know if that was a shot. He didn't close in the finals. I didn't I didn't close. I, in the sorry, finals. I didn't close yeah. in the finals. 
which I thought was a shot because Clay was clearly upset he didn't close the game. So I couldn't tell if Draymond was taking a subtle shot or not, but it kind of sounded like it when he was talking about it. He's like, yeah, nobody cares. Clay cares. So I don't know if he was taking a shot at Clay or not, but I think, yeah, I think he was trying to be supportive. I think he was trying. No, to be I think supportive. he was too. But I think what he said actually was against Clay Thompson. He just didn't <laughs> really connect the dots there. But I don't think Clay's any good. I, I think that he sucks. Um, I, I don't have anything else to add there. There's rumors he's going to get traded. I didn't know you could trade players to China. I didn't know that that was a thing. So. Yeah, he's just like a really bad basketball player. 76ers, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I think he's the favorite in that market offshore. You can kind of like guess where the player is going to get traded to. Yeah, he's like the fa- like the 76ers are the favorite to land Clay. And I was just like, where is this coming from? Golden <laughs> State talking about up, this. Golden State and Kerr decided to not use Clay Thompson late in games. Congratulations. It took you a year and a half to realize Clay Thompson shouldn't be closing basketball games. I'm proud of you. Clay's pouting when he's in reality just sucks. So I think his minutes will get cut. They should. Hey man, Clay is at sixteen and a half right now. That is insane. (laughs) Do we agree on that at this stage right now? Pajemski is an objectively better basketball player than Clay Thompson. It's it's hard for anybody to be worse than what Clay's playing. Correct. We're talking. Wait, wait. Who who did we have on that all worst team? People. Clay has to be on the all worst team this year. Has to. This is like well, some of the worst basketball he's ever played. Like in, you can't guard anybody basketball. either. So with the with the fact that Clay's minutes might continue to go down, I would keep pulling his minutes to keep winning. Like I, I would take the unders on Clay. Prove me wrong. Do something. And it's crazy that the defense has gone down. Like, I don't know if that crazy. Just, he's had he's had two serious knee injuries. Like he's just not like, everything. Everything, bro. Medicine is so far along now. Like people are coming back from crazy injuries and still yeah. hooping. But like Clay is the one abstract that can't come back from the injury anymore. Like I don't know, man. All right. I'm sorry, Clay. <laughs> Either way, I'm taking Clay unders. I like Kaminga overs uh, for rebounds or for points with Clay. Taking a step down in volume, Kaminga's capitalized, and he should because he's their most athletic player by a wide margin. And Kaminga's been very, very good over the last couple weeks. So, yeah, I like Kaminga overs. I like Clay unders. Pajemski, I'm tempted by two because he's getting a ramp up in playing time. So it's kind of all correlated, but Clay not playing as much has opened the door for the younger guys, and it's worked out. So Mm. I like those guys. All right. Boston Celtics, welcome in Atlanta Hawks to the crib, laying 11 and a half, 244 and a half is total. Injury report for the Atlanta Hawks, and we got DeAndre Hunter is probable. No Clint Capella in this one. We are officially in the Okongwu era, and I can't wait to talk about an era that is going to be. Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown, not on the injury report. He's back in the lineup today. Andrew Holiday is questionable with the elbow injury. I'm assuming you're taking Atlanta. Because it's 11 and a half, and the last time they were lighting this number... Oh, they were against the Grizzlies, actually, but they lost to the Lakers the game before that. So, I'm assuming you're leaning to Atlanta, because recently they've been competitive. They almost beat the Clippers. I mean... Home game, but still... I'm I'm not taking Boston. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, I'm not taking Boston, so uh, of course I'm taking Atlanta plus 11 and a half. But I mean, 
they got their get right spot against the Grizzlies. It was a 20 and a half, like it was a 20 point spread and the Grizzlies were starting nobody. We talked about who the Grizzlies starters were on this. Show Did you reach out to them, by the Mem- way? Huh, they might have given you a couple minutes if you reached out to Memphis. Did you reach out to them to be on that roster? You might have gotten I a couple might, minutes. Hey, uh, I mean, everybody in the G League is getting called up to go play for Memphis. Like, there's random guards that I don't know, random except centers Tony that I don't know. Yeah, except t- Tony Snell. They're signing everybody but Tony Snell, who yeah. probably is better than all of them right now in his front. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm I'm just bullshit to say, bro. I'm not taking them. The Celtics. Like I haven't bet Boston in so long. I'm not about to start now. And they haven't really been yeah. impressive. They haven't been that impressive at all. Actually, they have. They didn't cover four straight games before that. It's probably even worse. And they lost outright to the Lakers at home with no AD, no LeBron. It's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, I think the Celtics are. Pro- they're probably going to win this game by margin. I'm not sure if they're going to cover 11 and a half, but I like the over in this game. Potentially, Celtics team total over. I'm just going to keep fading Atlanta's defense. I know early this season we talked about how the Pacers and the Wizards were one of the worst defenses we've ever seen. Mid-season Atlanta's up there. This defense is all-time bad. They can't stop anybody. Like this is it's depressing to watch them try to guard players. I think Boston might score 130 in this game. If they scored 140, I wouldn't totally be shocked. So Boston team total over, full game over. I think this game breaks 250. I mean, don't you? I think Boston can score 130 and change. So yeah. I'll keep taking overs in Atlanta games because every single game that they've played recently has just been an absolute It's like not game. even close. It's not even close. Like I, I'm i looking in or tuning back in in the third quarter, and I'm like, wow, both teams are almost at 100, and the third quarter is only halfway through. Like, so Yeah, we go to halftime, and the score is 80 to 75. It's like, what, what are we yeah. even doing here? Like, no, I'll take the over. I, I feel, I feel like with Atlanta, that's kind of an autoplay at this point, but I'll lean to the over in this game. They're giving it to the Clippers had like 280. Bro, this game when, is too, the total's too low. Just know Atlanta knows how to win in Boston, man. Atlanta knows how to win in Boston. But they won the playoff game without uh, DeJounte. 13 and game. a half point dogs in the playoffs. Duh. 13 and a half point dogs. <laughs> To not only cash the money line bet, but also cash the series spread. Yep. Man, what? Bro, I'm not fading Atlanta, man. I'm not fading Atlanta. It's a lot of points, but I feel better about the total. Just give me the over. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Atlanta here. They need they need this win. They need something to make them feel they good. They need about every this win. They yeah, they do. They do. But they really, really need a, a really, really big win to feel good about their sums. So are you taking right. DeJounte props tonight? Because this might be the final time he wears an Atlanta. Jersey. Hey man, that's the concern about this game. Honestly, truly, DeJounte might get pulled like in the second quarter because he got That's actually a good call. The Harrison Barnes treatment. <laughs> Just, just gets pulled halfway to the second quarter. Yeah. Like the trade deadline is tomorrow. So that's hey, that's something to think about. Like, honestly, truly, trades could be popping up as early as today, really, really quickly, and people could be getting pulled out of the locker room, pulled out of shoot around, pulled out of the game. Like uh I would hate I'm it. assuming would, we agree though that this will be DeJounte's last game on the Hawks, correct? Do we agree? No, it's no way. It's no way. There's no way they can keep him. There's like no they way. didn't. They really didn't. Like that's the biggest tease ever. Why would? Why would you not trade him? The, the, you talked about it. No way. It's no way. He's gone after today. This is his last game. So last game he gets a dub in Boston. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm with you on the over. I agree about the over. Start your centers against the Celtics. Has made its way to Okongwu. Over 10.5 points. If we look at what the Celtics have been allowing centers to do recently. I don't know who that... I didn't know who the center was for the Grizzlies, but he got six points. Jameson. It doesn't matter who the center for the Grizzlies are. He, still put <laughs> he didn't even... Yeah, no. yeah, I think he had six and five. For a guy you never first, heard of, six and five is not bad. For a guy yeah, you didn't like know six existed, and five. It's not bad. All right. You, okay. Jackson Hayes went into Boston and gave him 16 and 10. He did. Uh, Miles Turner, 17 and five. Valanchunas, 11 and seven. Daniel Tice in the revenge game, 18 and seven. Bam gave him 19 and five. Like, I'm O'Connell's been over this in his last four games straight. He's now in the starting lineup with Capella out. I, I think it's going to be more opportunities for him. I think the pick and roll is going to be live with Trey Young. And yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with Kokongu today. Over 10 and a half points. I think that's way, way too soft. And again, centers have pretty solid days against the Celtics relative to where they need to get for their props. So yeah, Okongu over 10 and a half points. That's my play for this one. Yeah. I once again think it's going to be a track meet. So. I like a lot of overs in this game. It's probably a good same game parlay game. Could be fun. Could be yeah. fun. All right. Before we got one more break to talk about Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research everything in the NFL, NBA, soccer with historical stats and data. And you have their revolutionary parlay optimizer tool, gives you hit rates broken down by leg, expected probability for the entire parlay, and all sorts of players, hit rates, all this other stuff, Picks, which picks are hot, which ones have value, green, green, green. That's all you want to see in Hall of Fame bets. Stop banging in the dark and join the over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. San Antonio Spurs on the road going into Miami where the Heat are laying eight. 226 and a half is the total injury report we have here. Charles Bassey out for the season for the Spurs. Drew Smith out for the season for the Miami Heat. This is probably the healthiest I've ever seen either one of these two rosters is this game right now. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) Hey. I mean, are you going to do it, Scott? You know I'm not doing it, but are you going to do it? The Spurs are just so bad at basketball, but Miami is laying eight and a half. Uh, I I can't mess with tradition. I got to take the points. I'm not going to bet it. I think Miami might win this game comfortably. They are on a back-to-back, though, so you can argue that Miami maybe will have a last-second scratch or two. That wouldn't shock me. Because uh, Miami is still tied for first place somehow, so they still might be trying to rest some guys in a back-to-back. But they've yeah. won three of four. The Spurs have been not; they've lost four straight. Lost to the Wizards, lost to the Magic, lost to the Pelicans. A game they should have won, and they got killed by Cleveland. But Cleveland's actually on fire. I can't yeah. really explain rhyme or reason. It's a system play, though. We're just going to lean San Antonio. I'm, I'm not going to spend much time on it. Ah, yes, yes. If Miami just, wins by double digits, it. I'm not going to be shocked. But it's a system. I got to trust well, it. Cool. There's years of data. It. Yeah. So, and, you know, you win some, you lose some, but you live or die by the system. The system hits at 56%. We just trust the system. We trust the system and we make money. Take the Spurs. 
Oh man. It's gonna be Wemby. Wemby's gonna have another. This cause it's Miami. It's Miami a marquee team. You would say Miami is a marquee team around the league. Wemby's been showing yeah. off in the big games. Is this on TV? No. What game is on it's, TV? It is not on TV. Oh, Golden State Phillies on TV. They really need to allow flexing options for NBA games. What? Once Embiid, once Embiid got off. injured, they should have pulled all Philly games from national TV. The Nets shouldn't have been on TV yesterday. They got to find options to like flex games weeks in advance. Like, oh, Embiid's injured? No, we're not. We're not going to show that game anymore. Like, I yeah. feel like they should do that. Well, I guess I'll be on league pass for this one. Two twenty-six and a half is total. I don't know, man. I still don't trust Miami score. I know I seen it. And I said I might change my mind when I see it, but I don't know if I change my mind just yet. So you're saying you don't trust Miami to score. I don't trust San Antonio to score. So I guess I'm leaning under. I don't trust either offense in this game. Yeah. Miami's on a back to back. Very nice win against Orlando. Can I see them potentially coming out flat? Wouldn't shock me in this game, but I'm going to lean under. Miami plays with no pace. The Spurs play with some, but they have been playing a bit slower recently. I'm going to lean mm-hmm. under. The total feels a bit high. Yeah, I'm wondering why this is going up. And San Antonio's actually not been bad defensively. No, they can't score, but defensively they've been okay. So I'll lean under. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm with you. Why are we not betting that? We should be betting this under. I mean, it's all, the game's in like seven hours. We still have time to bet it, so... Oh no no! I'm just saying. Don't don't tempt yeah. me with a good time. That's all I'm saying. Just yeah. don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah, I think we should bet this under. Why is this going? Why is everybody on the over? Is it because Miami scored once in one game? I mean, the first meet in the season only at two thirty one, but that was back in November. I, I can't read into that. That was basically three months ago. I, I can't. Miami had one twenty one against Orlando. I, they kicked. They kicked Orlando's ass. Even in that game, though, they only gave up ninety five. <laughs> they, they only gave up ninety five though. Ass. Like they were, even yeah. though they scored against Orlando, they still were good defensively. I was on that under two, and went over ninety five. After that, yeah, and then one ten, one fifteen, one oh five. If you yeah. have a game against Phoenix that lands one, that lands Phoenix. 223 in a game against Sacramento that lands 221, I'm not taking an over 226 and a half against San Antonio. I, I'm just not going to do that. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. You're going to give out the sell props, or that's unwritten, but it's automatically given out? Yeah, it's, I mean, okay. I, I, I kind of don't want to because I think it's going to be an under game, but I like when don't set me with a good time. Don't, don't set me with a good time. I think Bam and Butler, Butler especially, is going to try Wemby at least once, and he's going to get it mm. absolutely punted into the fifth row. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Wemby blocks on this game. I think it's a good matchup for him. Uh, yeah, I could buy into Wemby blocks. I really don't have much for this game. I'm kind of floored at total a little bit. I think this is, I understand where it's at, but I think this is clearly under. Mm. So it's making me question everything else that I thought about this game. But still, it sounds, like, it sounds like you like rebounds then. Because if you're liking yeah. the. You like Wemby rebounds then. Because I know you're not taking Bam. So. No, I'm definitely not taking Bam. So you like Wemby, yeah. Bam, so, yeah. I would take Wemby nine and a half, I believe, is what it, where it was at when I was looking earlier. All right. 
Detroit Pistons on the road. Light the beam, maybe, in Sacramento. <laughs> Light it by minus 13 and a half. I don't know. 242 is the total injury report for these two teams. We have Kate Cunningham is questionable. Bojan is questionable. No Isaiah Stewart. And Sasha Vesikov is questionable. All right. I'm not laying 13 and a half. I'm not doing Pist- it either. I know I'm the not Pistons are not good. We've talked about it, though. Ever since they told Killian Hayes to take a hike, I didn't know Killian Hayes had a camp, by the way, but apparently they wanted to get traded. Those are some ride-or-die guys that are on his team right now at this point. Shout out to them. I feel like uh, No, I feel like they're actually not true friends at all or a camp or support team at all because they're not telling him how bad of basketball he's playing. I like, think, they, I think, I think that's... Oh, did y'all say it's questionable? <laughs> I mean, DeJounte might not play tonight, so... You might, I'm assuming that means you want every trade prop known to man since DeJounte's probably it's not going to play this game. It's over. It's questionable. I'll throw in Bogdan threes since he's going to probably get Is that for real? Are y'all, are y'all pulling my leg? Well, both two people say it at the same time, so I got to assume. I got to assume it's real. Yeah. I got to assume it's legit. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even know where it's he's going to go. So they're saying it's his back. <laughs> his back? Okay. Yes, his back is now making him questionable. <laughs> My back is broken. Nah, spinal. Traded. I mean, I'll always think of Mike Tyson when I hear my back is broken. Or when I hear of, like a back injury. Spinal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I do think looking at this matchup, going back to the Kings game, the Pistons with Killian Hayes, I think Killian Hayes' camp is actually smart. I just imagine that it's a bunch of Frenchmen and they miss France. So they're trying to get him relocated back to EuroLeague ball. But I do think for this matchup, I'm going to lean to the Pistons. The Kings, I get it. Sabonis has had a monster run of games. He's had triple doubles all the time. But even the games that are, you know, they've been, they've been winning. They don't win by this margin. They beat Indiana by 11, good win. Beat the Bulls by 8, good win. Played the Cavs, got buried by 26. And Sabonis had a triple double in three quarters in that game. But they played Memphis on the road, won by 9. Uh, once again, they had a long road trip, so coming back home might help. But the Pistons, they are going to lose, but they lose by usually 10, give or take. 13 and a half just feels too high, especially for a team that doesn't guard anybody. Sacramento mm-hmm. defensively is not good enough for me to want to lay this number with. I'm going to lean Detroit. Killing Hayes, DMPs have drastically increased their cover rate. So give me the Pistons plus 13 and a half. I'm not taking it. I'm not. I'm really good on lanes. 13 and a half is crazy. Like that, that's just crazy oh for me. For Sacramento, that's been uninspiring through Unless all of it's this. priced in that Cade's not going to play. It might be partially priced in. That might be why the line's that big. But if he's out, I'll take Ivy props. But I still think this line's too big. Very, very uninspiring group. <laughs> very, very uninspiring group at all. I mean, when is the last time that they? When is the last time they've won a game by fourteen? Uh, it's been. It a wasn't while. in the past five games. It wasn't in the past five games. No, I'll pull it up. <laughs> so, by the way, speaking of Dejounte, are the Kings a sneaky candidate to get Dejounte? Because I don't know where he's going to go. The Lakers apparently are. Everybody just be talking. Everybody just be talking. I have no idea where he's going to go. 
Uh, the Kings beat the Hawks. Oh, Hawks. <laughs> 15 at home, but that was like seven, eight games ago, I think. It was January. It was eight games ago. It was eight games ago. I'm just saying the Kings might be a sneaky candidate for DeJounte, but I don't know what his destination would be. I've heard maybe the Knicks. The Knicks should not trade for DeJounte Murray. I, I, I think they should just keep the core and see what happens. I, but, I'm really good on it, but, you know, I've heard you, Utah. I heard Utah, and they're going to get Utah buying? back. They're, yeah, Utah's buying at the deadline. That's, That's how good job. Utah has been that they're buying at the deadline. This Utah team is amazing. They're, they're freaking amazing, man. All right. Two for the two. I mean, if I'm picking Detroit to cover, does that benefit an over or an under? I'm not even sure. Uh, I guess I'm going to lean under, maybe? I, I Actually, let me look at the last couple of games for Sacramento. Um, no, I'll, I'll lean over. Uh, 238 against the Bulls. They play pretty slow. 255 against Indiana. Gave up 136 to Cleveland. I'll lean to the over. I don't think that Detroit's going to stop anybody, but I think that Sacramento's not going to stop anybody either. So I'll lean to the over in this game. I like Detroit team total over, though. I think Detroit can score against this uh, defense. So between Sacramento, Boston, and Cleveland, all double-digit spreads, does somebody lose outright? And uh, You said Sacramento... Sacramento, Boston. Cleveland, and Boston. Cleveland's Somebody not losing. I don't think Cleveland's losing. Boston would be funny, but I don't think they're going to lose to Boston. Even though they did go to overtime when they were in the middle of that massive losing streak. They were in overtime. Probably should have lost that game for Boston. I mean, I, if the Kings lost this game, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would, be like shocked. It wouldn't, be, su- it would it wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be surprised if they lost outright. It would I be mean, surprising, really but not a total shock. Because Sacramento is a team that can lose to anybody. I don't it would be night. it would be laughable because they actually lost. Like they actually yeah. really lost. So Yeah, more yeah, it's Detroit. It's Detroit and it's the under. Because you're on the under. I'll lean over. Yeah. They're not gonna. They're they're just gonna miss. Like they're just gonna be bad. It's just Sacramento's okay. just gonna be bad. Like that's that's ultimately what it is. It's not even really a handicap. They're just gonna be bad. They're gonna overlook this Detroit team. Detroit's gonna come in there and punch them in the mouth. It's gonna be close. Imagine right. the Sacramento team with Dejounte Murray instead of uh, Kevin Herter. Just imagine that team instead. I want Yo, to that anybody other than Kevin Herter is a drastic upgrade. Like, Believe oh, it or Kevin not, Herter, even, though I, even though I do jinx Kevin Herter, players, team. my overall stance on Herter, Barnes, and Clay have been right for about a year and a half. So I stand by it, but occasionally it'll blow up in my face. But I got, yeah, I'm I not a Herter guy at all. I got to write down all worst team names. Pool, Herter. Play. Pool. For, hell of pool's a, unanimous MVP. Hell of a, yeah, that's hell of a backcourt. That's a hell of a backcourt, man. Hell of a backcourt for the all-worst team. Oh, man. We just got to put an all-worst team parlay together of the all-worst team members playing for that day. Based on the small amount of playing time, can we throw in a Hood Shafino off the bench for the Lakers? After Is that he, like, getting time? Backcourt? 
No, yeah, not at all. Like, is he is he even getting any more time after? No, that? not at all. So I don't know if rookies are exempt from the all bad team though, because they might have some. Like, you gotta give them. You gotta give them a yeah. shot. But Killian Hayes' record time of showing everybody you're always Hayes and Pool in that backcourt. That is filthy stuff. That is really, really just the backcourt is the backcourt. That is deep. It is a deep backcourt. It's a good it backcourt. It all we're seeing. Let's go. Shout out! Right. Shout out to Dimwitty coming off the bench on that all bad oh, team. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's five, that's five backcourt members in the all-back team. Yo, nah, we got to make cuts. We got to make cuts. We can't have five people in the backcourt. I think if we're trying to lose, we can have as many as we want. <laughs> we can have as many as we want. <laughs> we got to make cuts. Dimwitty's got to be on guys, One of those guys got to get cut. They can't have four four people in the backcourt. Five people in the backcourt. Can we move Max Struess to the small forward spot, or is that not allowed? Oh man, not Max. Max Struess is definitely a small forward. Okay. All right. New Orleans Pelicans on the road going to play Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers are open up minus six. Currently minus seven. Two thirty-one and a half is the total injury report here. And Zion is questionable. Najee Marshall is questionable. For the Clippers, Zubak is not on the injury report. Was it last game that Zubak randomly was made active? I think it was last game. No, he sat last game. game they were on about, oh, they he sat back last back. game. Oh, so it was the game before that where he was just randomly active. <laughs> it came out, hey, Zubak's starting today. I don't even think it was a questionable tag. Like I don't even think he had a questionable tag. I think it just randomly came out. Oh, yeah, Zubak's back in the starting lineup today. Well, it makes sense for a matchup because Capella was out, so they were going to use a Kunkwu, so they kind of wanted to get more athleticism anyway. But against Valanciunas, you need Zubak on the floor. So I do think some of it's matchup-based. Yeah. I thought that was was hilarious. I was like, wow, Zubak is healthy, and he's good. So welcome back. Welcome back. Maybe that pick and roll with James Harden gets going again. All right. I'll let you go first. I kind of, I kind of don't want to take the Clippers, but it's because I always end up fading this Pelicans team, and they always make me pay for it every time. <sighs> every time they make me pay for it, like they really I, do. I think it's just a Pelicans thing. I can't stand this team. I want to like this team so much because I like some of their players. Zion, when he cares, is fun. Trey Murphy's my guy. I even like Alvarado for his ridiculous shtick. You see, he did the Grand Theft Alvarado when they were up 41 the other night. <laughs> they were up 41 points, and he did the, he did the thing. Uh, because like, he doesn't get in the game any other time now, so he has, he's got to do it while they're up. No, they were beating Toronto by 41. He does the, uh, the hide-behind-the-ref steal, which I thought was hilarious, but... I think I have to lean Clippers just based on backing the hot hand. I do think the Pelicans can make this game interesting, but I don't trust them enough, especially late in games. And I think that the Clippers will eventually wear this team down. Uh, Paul George is kind of taking a step back, which has worked out because Kawhi's gotten some MVP love recently. He's not winning the award. Don't waste your money. But he's gotten some recognition for it recently. Harden's been good for the most part. So I'm not even going to criticize Paul George for taking a step back if somebody had to. I'm just going to link to the Clippers, the better team, and they're real and they're good at home. So I'll take the Clippers. We mentioned this before. The Pelicans are a team that is capable of beating anybody and also capable of losing to anybody. And I think the Clippers will struggle maybe early on in this game, 
But I think eventually they get going, and I don't. I don't think the Pelicans have enough offensive options to match the Clippers. So I'll lean Los Angeles in the spot at home. And the Clippers are a bad road team, but they're really good at home. The Clippers are nineteen and four in Crypto.com Arena. So yeah, I'll I'll take the Clippers. Nineteen and four. I, I can't fade you in that spot. Or I'm not going to bet it. I don't think you're going to bet it either. But Fine. I'll take the Clippers. Peer pressure. I, I just, I know, I know this is, I've looked at. It's going to get weird. Like it's going to so get weird. So many times for the Pelicans. And I have gone against the Pelicans in spot like this. And I've gotten absolutely burned for it. Go ahead. Hang on a second. I don't want to be on this side. No, I know you know. We, well, we both, I didn't play the drop, and we both are leading Clippers. So I, had to I, I don't want to be on this side. I don't want to be on this side. All right, 231 and a half is total. I... I feel like everyone's going to be on the over because of what happened in that Hawks game, but the Hawks are on their own planet. When it's it the Hawks, the yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's. I'm going to lean under. Each of the first two meetings this season went below 223. Uh, I think that people are going to be chasing the 138 from New Orleans last game and the 149 from the Clippers last game. Totals only 231 and a half. That seems a bit crappy for a total when both teams went nuts last game. I'm going to lean under in this game. Yeah. Defensively, the uh, New Orleans has been pretty solid. 12 in opponents' points per game. Clippers further down there, 19. But New Orleans has been really solid. Three-point percentage, I'm pretty sure. Uh, how how did that read? Here, Pelicans, six in opponents' three-point percentage. Clippers further down there, down there at 22. So Pelicans for intensive purposes kind of look like the last five games slightly better defense um let's see here opponents field goal percentage clippers 14th new orleans 16th pretty close in field goal percentage yeah i think i think that it's, it's a lot of the atlanta bump i think it's really a lot of the atlanta bump i, I want to kind of shock that i want to see how teams do in their next game after playing atlanta i'm gonna go look at that how do things play internet? Like, is it just a complete drop off because Atlanta made them run and play so much and score all of these points that it's a huge drop off? I'm very curious on how that plays out. So I'm gonna have to look into that. All right, under two thirty one and a half player props. What you got? Uh, I think Kawhi is gonna go crazy again because he's Kawhi and he does whatever he wants and nobody can stop him. So I think he's in line for a good game. Uh, I think that Harden assist looks pretty low at eight and a half, so that's kind of tempting. I think Zubak might have a decent spot here because Valanciunas doesn't really play many minutes, but I think Zubak will. So I think mm. that he's in line for a decent game. Paul George's points are at 20 and a half. I like the under in this game. I said before he's accepted the third scoring option role on this team. He's gone under in five straight. And I think that once again, the team keeps winning. So I don't really see the need for Paul George to keep chucking up shots. I'm going to lean under on Paul George. I just think 20 and a half is too high. All right. I only went through two teams, but the teams after Atlanta are one and one. Uh, to the total? Yeah. 
one and one to the total. So didn't I didn't really get anything there. All right. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, that's about it for me. All right. Lock dog, underdog. For my lock. I feel myself going back to that Cleveland and Washington total. Okay. Yeah, let's go Cleveland, Washington under 234. I just think that's really, really high for Washington, who's been playing really, really better defensively over over the past number of games, and Cleveland, who's already really good defensively. I, I don't I already kind of don't trust Cleveland to lay the number. I'm I reluctantly took Cleveland minus eleven and a half, but I really don't trust them. And if Washington's gonna keep playing better defensively, then I, I think that they have a shot to hold them. They guard the three really well. Cleveland guards the painted area really well. It's not gonna be anything easy on both sides. I'll take the under two thirty-four for Cleveland and Washington. I feel like that's another day I've been backing and under. Well, how's it been going for you? Uh, it didn't go well last time, but typically with the, either Orlando, the Grizzlies, Timberwolves, under's been pretty fun. All right. All right. For my dog, I want I want it to be Atlanta so bad, but kind of wanted Dejounte in there as well. Hmm. Yeah, it's San Antonio. It's San Antonio. Just take San Antonio plus two seventy five. Uh, all right. Uh, so for my lock, I think I I found two eighty five. By the way, on the Spurs, if you want it. Appreciate um, it. Yeah. For my lock, I think I'm going to go back to. You know what? I think I think I am going to go to that Heat Spurs game. Give me the under at two twenty seven. The line just feels too high to me. San Antonio offensively has not been good recently, and the Heat have uh, been pretty decent defensively recently. They're on a back-to-back, so you can argue that they might potentially be sleepwalking early in this game since they beat Orlando comfortably. Uh, but I am curious why this total keeps betting keeps uh, being bet up because I don't really get it. The Spurs mm-hmm. scored one against Cleveland, one thirteen against New Orleans, ninety-eight mm-hmm. against Magic, one thirteen against the Wizards. Congrats, I guess. Like I, I don't get it. I feel like the Spurs probably get to 108 in this game. Maybe. Like, I, I feel like that this total's a bit high to me since Miami hasn't been a great offensive team either. So I'm going to go with the under 227 as my lock. For my dog, I might swing for the fences here just because I can and because I think it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get creative with this. So let me just quickly check if I could find a player combo. And I could potentially build something really quickly. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with. Let me just see what this is. All right, I'll do it. Give me Brandon Miller, 20 plus points, and the Hornets money line, plus 295. I'm going to do it. Let's go, Hornets. Gordon Let's do it. I'm going to fade the Raptors. What can possibly go wrong? No. Last game, they got killed by New Orleans by 40. Yeah, let's see what happens. Give me the Hornets and Brandon Miller. Plus 295. I did not know that they were that high up on your radar. Oh, my God. They really weren't, but the more that I thought about it, I'm like, oh, no, Toronto's terrible. Yeah, I'll take a shot at it. Wow. All right. That shocked me. I was not expecting that at all. Okay. Brandon Miller, we'll add him to the underdog lineup for today. Let's see here. Whoa. That's not what I want to type there. Brandon Miller, higher, 22 and a half. Points. 
Let's see. Points, points, points. Where are all the points tonight? It's got to be a Kongwu. Let's add a Kongwu in there. What's his number at? 10 and a half, 9 and a half? 10 and a half. Higher. Okay. Sure. Higher than 10 it's and a half. It's, for... it's a system. Onyeka Okonwu. He's been really good, too, man. Really good past four games. All right. I'm trying to think of the other games with high totals. You got the Pistons game, but I don't know if Cade's going to play or not. We got Golden State Philly. I mean, do you want to consider uh, Jared Allen rebounds play against Washington, or do you want to go back to Mobley? Oh, yeah, come on. Because he just got snubbed out of another all-star position. Uh, the argument, though, is with Mobley coming back, there's less rebounds to be had, which is kind of the yeah. concern with that. But And they could be blowing them out, so we could not do it they could. that as well. Uh, Clay mm. Under, what are we doing? For jokes. Clay oh, lower than For jokes. Oh, man, no. For jokes. I'd rather go with RJ. Oh, are we going to really fade Clay? Is it going to work? I mean, if you, want, work? if you want to go with RJ, we can, but... I just think it's funny to, to hop on the clay, uh, the, the depressed clay angle. Emo clay? I'm going to fade emo clay. He just needs the Jimmy Butler haircut. It's That's all I need. 16 and a half. What is clay? I haven't even. Let me see. What is clay doing? Are we? We're not. Really. <laughs> it's, not it's not good. 8, not 10, good. 14, 24, 16, 24, 9. I mean, that sounds like only one game's gone over in the last five or so. No, he's got two. He's got well, and we yeah, have one in the last five. Yeah, that is true. Yep. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll go Clay. It's a solid bit. If it loses, you can blame me, but I just think it's funny. All right, Brandon Miller higher twenty-two and a half points. Onyeka Okongwu higher ten and a half points, and Clay Thompson lower. 16 and a half points. Put that in underdog. Six to one payout. $50 gets you $300. Make sure you use that promo code NBA SGPN. That's NBA SGPN. All right, Scott. Anything else for the people? No, I somehow ended up giving out the Hornets. So we'll see what happens. I know we got an, an NFL show right after this for the Super Bowl. So if you want our DFS preview and our props for the game, uh, then check out that NFL show. So we're going to switch over. Yep, I'm going to be doing that right after this. Other than that, Scott, make sure everybody everybody give, hit the like button on the way out. Just hit the like button before you hit exit. Just like the video, move on, carry on about your day. And for all the people that are listening via podcast, give us a five-star rating and review. Appreciate that. Other than that, it's called the NFL Gambling Podcast. That is what that one is called. But it's uh, the football that is the oval shape. Well, who does... Malcolm, Premier League, check out the Premier League one that does the one for soccer or football or how everybody else says it but us because we want to be different. You don't say nothing else. Do no other way of it. The podcast is going to do like this. We are out of here. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to.